<laughs> Welcome to Cheers Bits with Marie D and Emma C. I'm Marie. I'm Emma. Welcome. Sorry, we've been gone for a while. I left the country yet again. I left the country again, but she's back. Um, yeah, we just decided not to do any international pods because it was too hard with her traveling. And, and I was like... Yeah, it is. Okay, um, I was also just wasted. Mm-hmm. So she was, but we're back in action. The bitches are back. Woo! Cheers, bitch. Cheers, bitch. We're currently drinking tea. We're drinking tea. We had alcoholic beverages at brunch. We did, but it was you know it's a wet day here in Vancouver. It's wet. It's wet. Cold. I'm not ready for fall. I all I want to do is just get into my bed. Like I want to shower. Like wake me up when September ends. Yeah. So tomorrow. So tomorrow, tomorrow's actually the first day of my birthday month, so thanks wow. to all of you who are probably going to sign to my DMs and text me, happy birthday month. Thank you, yeah. Yeah, at Marie Elizabeth. Two H's. Uh, at Elizabeth. Not that it's her birthday, so. But, like, just but slide into slide my in DMs. Uh, also, so at Cheers Bitch Pod. At Cheers Bitch Pod. I am so close to a thousand followers. It keeps, like, fluctuating. I thought you were out of that. I was. I, like, keep going over, and then I feel oh, like... Because it's, like, you know when random accounts follow you, and then, like, they expect you to follow them back, but I was like, I don't want to follow you back. No. Like, I don't need that clogging up my feed. I also don't accept anyone, so... Because <laughs> you're just such a private person. Yes, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I was in Europe. She was. Sending it. Tell us about your trip. So Looked lit. I was in London, and then I went down south for a wedding, Jody's wedding. I was a bridesmaid. I got one of the darkest, well, the darkest spray tan I've uh, ever. All time. Like, I looked. Emma looked like she was in blackface. I looked racist. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, we got them on the Thursday, and the wedding was on Saturday. Yeah. So I, like, vigorously washed my face. Mm-hmm. And then I was a nice color. It was a good tan, though. Like, the color lasted nice. so long. Yeah. And, like, I'm happy I got medium, because by the wedding, I liked how dark I was. Yeah. Like, Jody, I felt like she looked good. But she was on the day. Yeah, but you know what? When you get a spray tan, I'm just gonna give some life advice to people who've never gotten one. Always go darker than you want. Because also it does fade quite quick. Because this one exfoliate. didn't. This one didn't fade as fast as like the ones that we got for Vegas did. Yeah, but like, you can just exfoliate. Yeah, it's fine. Well, and you wash your face so often, and I just like and kept putting. I kept putting on my the products like my like acids and stuff because I just needed to not look racist. But I had to yeah. go buy different foundation. Yeah. Because, yeah. But I looked great. I got a lot of compliments on that Instagram. And they're like, wow, I didn't know you were good looking. And I was like, it's the tan. For sure. Like, yeah. everyone looks better with a tan. Everyone does look better with a tan. Even if you think that you don't, you do. You do. You yeah. 100% do. You are not the exception. You're the You're rule. The <laughs> so, great. everyone looks better with a tan. Um, yeah. And then after that, you went to Denmark. Denmark. To Nat's dad's hometown of Silkborn. Hi, Nat. Hey, Nat. She's home today. Yeah, she comes home today. She's very upset about him. I know. Um, and it was her dad's birthday, so we just, like, sent it. We iced him. I gave him a gift, and I was like, oh, Torben, I got you a gift. He was, he's like, oh, my God, you didn't have. Gives me a hug, and I was like, you might want to keep that hug. Yeah. Because there's two ices in here. People, like, I feel like older people don't know what icing is, and then when they do it, they're like, wow. And they were, all the adults were playing beer pong. So nice. So fun. They were getting lit up. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. And then I went to Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Which was great. Amsterdam is so cool. Amsterdam is a great canals. place. When I, I biking. When I was first there, we were staying downtown. This was like years ago. And I was like, I hate it here. It's just so dirty. Like we were close to the red light district. I was like, I really don't yeah. like this. It, that area is like very touristy. Yeah. And then on the second day, we rented bikes and we just like went all around the city and we went to the other areas and I was like, I'm moving here. Yeah. 
biking there is so nice. Like, just yeah. the way it, it feels so safe. Well, and then, too, because they have so many bike lanes. Like, like there's literally bike lanes everywhere. Here in Vancouver, we have bike lanes, but then they end, and then you're just, like, on the um, road with cars. Yeah. And there, it's all separated. So, yeah. it's so nice. It's so nice. I loved it. I bought some nice stuff. I, like, literally, I couldn't have bought one more thing because yeah. I wouldn't be able to bring it home. No. You bought, like, good key pieces. I feel like Europe is just, like, ahead of us in terms of style and yeah. fashion. So, it's, like, what's in style there sometimes doesn't translate here for, like, a year. But, yeah. like, you got things that, like, you could Like, I got, like, jackets. And, Except like, for your train hat. My <laughs> train hat? But Emma has a hat, which I actually think is cute. But, like, she like, looks like a train conductor. In Amsterdam, though, like, when, we went, when we went out the first night, like, almost every single girl had that hat on. Yeah. So... So the day that I wore it was, like, the day Susan and I went and did, like, touristy things. Like, yeah. we went to the Heineken Experience. We did the Anne Frank House. We went to the Amsterdam sign. Also, the Anne Frank House just, like... Is amazing. Is amazing. It is so well done. But, so, what I was thinking, too, is, like, obviously, like, she wrote a diary. But, like, that diary was found, like, her given to her dad. So all of this could happen. But it's, like, maybe there were other kids that wrote diaries that the Germans just took the diaries yeah. and, like, they don't have a house, but, like, they had a similar experience and it could be worse. And then... <laughs> they don't have a house? <laughs> Is that what I just said? <laughs> yeah, they don't have, like, a house. Like, like, and like a museum. Yeah. <laughs> and Frank, I feel like... It's just really, this is really offside, and people are probably going to come at me for it. At me. I don't care. <laughs> I feel like Anne Frank is just really exploiting her fame. She's dead. I know, but, like, still, like, her legacy, it's like a legacy project. And it's really, expo- like, I know it's, like, awareness. I know. No, I think, I love all the Holocaust stuff. And oh, like, I find it so interesting. World War II, Hitler... Anything to do with it, I'm, like, all yeah, over it. Yeah, I love it. Um, but at the end, they, like, play a video, and there's, like, people talking about Anne Frank. And so some of it is, like, celebrities, and then yeah. some of it is... They had her, like, child... Like, her the, her boyfriend before they went in hiding, and he was like, I don't know what would have happened if we'd seen each other again. Like, if yeah. I was like, oh, that's it's heartbreaking. So sad. But then there was another... I think it was, like, a celebrity, and it's, like, as, like, Jewish kids, like, we always thought about, like, who would hide us Mm -hmm. if this happened again, and then seeing that, I was, like, it's scary with Trump in power. Oh, 100%. Because I'm, like, I feel like we're in, like, obviously that happened, and genocides still happen all over the world, but I think they're more common now in, like, third world countries Mm -hmm. that you, like, don't really know about. Like, the one in Cambodia that was in, like, the 70s, like, and there's another one that we were talking about, too. But, yeah, I was just sitting there, and I'm like, this could literally happen, like, in, oh, the, in sure. the States with Mexicans or, yes. like, any immigrants. Yeah, Like, Trump could go, could go nuts, and, like, this could literally happen again, and that's terrifying. It's so frightening. Actually, so scary. But I loved it. But, I yeah, it was go, so... go to the Anne Frank house if you're ever in Amsterdam. Also, everyone needs to try Bitterballen. Yeah, it's I It's so good. And, like, had really good fries. Yeah. Oh, also in Paris, you had escargot. People freak out about escargot. It's literally... It tastes like, like muscles. Yes, it's literally like muscles. Like, it's, it's kind like of like garlic, rubbery yeah. and, like, consistency. Everyone needs to try escargot because it's actually really good. Also, Cicely and I went to Paris for 36 hours, and in those 36 hours, we consumed seven and a half bottles of wine. Yeah. All frozen. Wine there is just, like, so cheap. It's so cheap, and the rosé is, is so good. Like, you, it's five euro, and it's delicious. And I, I just ate a lot of we- bread. Yeah, I don't know why we don't have that here. I have no idea. It's hard. It's honestly, we should just all move to Europe. I know. We should, everyone should move to Europe and just like it is nice. Like I, 
I get the appeal. I just feel like I lived away and I like love home. I, okay, I feel like the same thing. Like, a bunch of our friends are moving away right now, which, like, I'm going to miss them. I'm so happy for them. But, like, I have no interest in moving out of Vancouver. No. Just because, like, well, I think I also, like, invested in a home. Yeah. So. I think, though, if I, like, if I went for three months, if, instead of going to New Zealand, if I went to London, I I, I, I think, I think I would have liked it better and, like, Maybe I would have been like, oh, I'm just gonna stay here. Yeah. But I also have so many people that I like. I already have like a okay. social circle yeah, there social and, and a family. That. Whereas like in yeah. Auckland, I'm so I feel so far away. I just like I knew no one. Obviously, made friends, had a good time. Yeah. But it like just didn't feel like home. Whereas like yeah. London does. Yeah. But like but, kudos to the, all the people that like move away from their hometown and love it. I just yeah. couldn't do it. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy here. I'm happy. Happy. Oh, happy. Um, okay. Yeah, so I'm sad to be back. I don't want to go to work tomorrow. No, neither. I'm still jet lagged. Um, we so got a we jam packed show. What did we do this weekend? What did this we do yesterday? Um, oh, yesterday we went to the Raptors game. Ball is live. <laughs> um, it was amazing. So, the Raptors, for those of you who don't know, um, they come to Vancouver once a year. Or they have been for the past like They didn't come years. last year, I don't think. It was two years ago they came with Golden State. Okay, sure. <laughs> but they they came before that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the past five years, let's say they come, they've come three times. Yeah, or whatever. Um, yeah, and they were playing Portland Trailblazers, and it was great. Like our seats were in the upper bowl, but we were right at the front. Yeah, and like they were really good seats. Like, they were I'm, good. I'm not like a huge sports fan. I was more just going for like the atmosphere to drink. To drink, obviously. Also, our stadium for special events doesn't sell doubles, which I didn't know because like trash. usually when we go to Connects games, we're we always doubles. in the club section. Yeah, they give you whatever you want. Yeah, but yeah, it was very interesting. But yeah, no, it was great. Fun game. Shout out to Afrini Simon. Afrini Simon, you're so cute. Oh, bless you. Because so, for all those who don't know, uh, we were really into. Well, I was really into March Madness. Yeah, you, love you, March Madness. Yeah, I did so, trash my Afrini Simons there. went skipped college. Got went straight into the NBA draft. He's in 1999. So 1999, um, skipped college straight into the NBA draft. Got drafted to the, the Trailblazers. So I we didn't Google it, but I thought I think yesterday was his first NBA game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, yeah. Bless his little soul. I tweeted played him. Played so well. Played so well. I tweeted him back in March, and he liked it. And I'm pretty sure he follows me. He follows me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I also sent him a tweet last night because like mm-hmm. he's old enough. He's like drinking age here. For sure. And we were like, we should go on rage. We would have been a terrible host last night, though. Yeah, we were just very low energy. I actually picked it up, like, once you guys left the bar, I actually picked it up. I think if, like, more people were there that I, like, knew. I I guess there were just so many people that I knew. But I think, I bet if I, like, stayed when, like, Steven and all of them came in, I probably would have been fine. But Colin also told me I looked bagged in the lineup, and I was like, honestly, if someone looks tired, don't tell them. No, like, that's the worst thing you can say is, oh, you look tired. Like, why do I want to stay out if I look tired? Yeah, like, oh, basically you're telling me I look like shit. And then they're like, no, I'm like, hey, we didn't say I look good. And then I, and then we got inside, and I was like, Colin, do I actually look tired? And he was like, no, the lighting is dark in here, it's fine. (laughs) I'm like, are you kidding? (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 so you can't see my face. Perfect. Great. But, like, I was just so, like, I was definitely still jet, I'm still jet lag. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like the first and second day are, like, fine. I also took stuff to sleep yeah. because I was going to work. But, like, yeah. on Friday night, I was just at the farm. And I was like, hey, I'm not going to take anything to sleep. And then I still mm-hmm. woke up at, like, 5 a.m. And, like, I yeah. woke up in the night. But I was literally at that point where I was so tired that I literally could have drank everything. And I still wouldn't, wouldn't have been yeah. drunk. Like, 
Yeah, I I liked the bar because last night there were a few people's birthdays from um, like around where my high school is, and so I feel like I knew so many yeah. people yeah. in the bar, and then also. Like, I just had different groups of friends there, so I could just, like, bop around. Bop around. Which is, like, but you were home at a reasonable time. Yeah, I walked home, and I got home at, like, 1.45. Yeah. So. That's good for you. It was good. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then today, we did the brunch for the Cure. We did the brunch for the Cure. It was nice. Went for brunch after, and now we're here. Now we're here. Bringing Potting. premium content, delivering the news as journalists. As journalists. And then Marie is going to clean out my closet and we're going to put away all my summer clothes. Yes. I did take a bunch of them out and I folded them. The Tupperware that's oh, in there it yeah. has my fall stuff in oh, it. Perfect. So some of my fall I stuff. I did it two weeks ago and like switching over your wardrobe feels so nice. I also just don't want to look at my like summer rompers in no. there or my bright colors because it kind of makes me sad right now. Yeah. I last weekend was driving out um, to my cabin and I was thinking about it and I'm like I am generally happier in the summer. Yeah. 100%. Like, when it's sunny and bright out and the, the days are longer, I actually, like, my mood is lifted. Like, I don't think I'm, like, a necessarily moody person, but, like, I just feel like I'm more down. But, like, if we didn't have the run today, I literally would not have left the house. No. Today. No, not at all. Because it's pouring rain. It's kind of windy now. Yeah. It's Ugh. just brutal. Like, no one wants that. No. Uh, it's sad. Sad. Okay, let's get to the news. Let's get to the news. Don't clap for our listeners. <laughs> okay, our first story comes from USA Today. Malia Obama is a video star. It makes her debut in indie band's music video. Okay, so when I first heard about this, I thought Malia Obama had, like, released a song. Oh, I would love that. But she didn't. Uh, Malia Obama, the elder daughter of the former president, is supposed to be is supposed to be interested in a Hollywood career when she leaves Harvard, but now she's made a slight detour. She's appearing in a music video. Eight years in the White House spotlight seems to have prepared Obama 20 to look utterly natural in a new video perverse produced by a Harvard-based indie rock band called The New Dakotas. Wearing a knit cap and oversized sweater, playing, in quotations, a harmonica, bopping around a lot, she rocks out to a tune called Walking on Air. It's not clear if Malia did this as a favor to friends or she wanted to add video star to her budding resume. A spokesperson for the office of former First Lady Michelle Obama declined to comment, as per Mrs. Obama's usual stance when it comes to her two daughters. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I have the song. She worked as an intern at HBO Girls. Yes, she did. And at Harvey Weinstein's film company. Wow, that is scandal. Now closed, bankrupt, and sold in the wake of the sex crime charges. You guys wow, I wonder if he... No, he would have been an idiot if he ever no, made a pass sure. her. Yeah. Um, update, the band's official YouTube version of the video mysteriously had Malia's appearances removed late Friday with a comment sit, sorry about glitch and no further explanation. Interesting. Okay, let's listen to the song. So this is Walking on Air by the New Dakotas. We have not listened to this. No. Okay. All the times I look back, standing all alone. Thought I had everything. <laughs> Are you popping your head? I've known what I'd need. Situation yeah. been good. Um, it's not exactly like my. It's not exactly. Well, a they banger. look like they go to Harvard. Well, they do. Yeah. Um, it's not exactly a banger, but you know, good for her. 
for appearing in a music video. Wow, Michelle Obama is coming out with a memoir, The Coming. I know. I really want to read I it. I want to read that. I just feel like their, like, family story is just so nice. Oh, yeah, and I forgot that they, because they signed a multi-year deal with Netflix to potentially produce a diverse mix of content, including scripted series, unscripted series, docuseries, documentaries, and features. Yeah. Wow. Honestly, I miss the Obamas. I mean, they're still, like, out and about, obviously, mm-hmm. but I just miss them being an office. I know. I just miss them being, like, out and about more. Yeah. We're going to talk about Trump in our next, next story. Yeah. But first, we have to talk about Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Just, ha- like, having a time. Um, I don't know why this isn't loading right now. Elon Musk, I feel like, is so controversial, but he's, like, so smart, and I feel like people will look back on him as, like, iconic. Like an Einstein? Maybe not an Einstein, <laughs> but he, like, I feel like now, though, intelligence is just so much different because people have, like more resources and there's also like more ways to broadcast information yeah so it's like and like critical thinking and critical thinking like people are smarter now yeah people are for sure smarter now well you just have so many resources and you can like gather information from so many different sources and so many other people's minds Mm -hmm. but yeah so um elon musk this is reported from new york times elon musk steps down as tesla's chairman in settlement with sec over go private tweet Elon Musk, under pressure from his lawyers and investors of Tesla, the company he co-founded, reached a deal with the SEC on Saturday to resolve security frauds charges. The settlement will force Musk to step aside as chairman for three years and pay a $20 million fine. The SEC announced the deal two days after it sued Musk in federal court for misleading investors over his post on Twitter last month that he had funding secured for a buyout of the electric car company at $420 a share. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Do you have shares? No. Oh. No, but 420. Oh, 420. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The deal with SEC will allow him to remain as a chief executive, something he could have jeopardized if he had gone to battle with the agency. It's not clear why Musk changed his mind so quickly. People familiar with the situation who are not authorized to speak publicly on the matter said lawyers with Musk and the company moved to reopen the talks with the SEC on Friday during the time when a Tesla's lawyers became instrumental in securing a deal with the SEC according to a person familiar with the negotiations. Wow. So his tweet about the company taking his company private, along with the attacks on, of critics on social media, raised concerns with investors about whether Musk had become too focused on criticism for um, so-called short sellers who had been making bets against him and Tesla. The company has recently been struggling to meet audacious production goals for its Model 3 sedan. Yeah, they're really behind. Yeah. Well, I feel like people, like I know so many people who like put a deposit down like so long yeah, ago. Yeah, so my parents put a deposit, or I guess my Does it, dad... He because it, it was like a thousand dollar deposit. Yeah, so yeah. it's non-refundable, a thousand dollars. And that was just to secure. I think that was more to get so that they could get an idea of how many like they wanted to make. Yeah. And then after that, then you ordered it. So that was just a thousand dollars to be able to order it. But I mean, it all goes to like, I don't know. It's all relative in the price of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a thousand dollars is not gonna break the bank if you can if you can buy the car yeah yeah but these ones are actually more affordable yeah they I, are. but it's beautiful inside it's so nice oh my god i'm so excited to yeah. see it um yeah but ugh, he's kind of been like a whack job lately though i think the whole thing with the diver mm-hmm. calling the oh you're tired yeah, calling the diver like a pedophile and then that guy like sued and then he was on howard stern as well but the controversy with howard stern when he um took a hit of the um, joint. Mm. He didn't even inhale. Like you can see, he puts it in his mouth and then he just blows it out. Mm. It's not like he's 
like going grown. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like that was a little much. I feel like people just need to understand that he's very like people are so sensitive they're so sensitive and critical yeah like leave him be leave him yeah for sure he's gonna put people on on space yeah oh oh, yeah that's like that japanese business music guy is going into space yeah it's cool good for him good for him um this article continues to go on but i'm not going to continue to read it um, but they basically, w- we've given you the spark notes facts. But they were saying that if he wanted to battle, because like how Martha Stewart, when all of that happened, she couldn't be the head, of, like the CEO of a company for five years. Yeah. So they were saying that like he, that could happen to him, and that would like wreck it, like wreck his career. It would be very interesting though, because I feel like Tesla, like he's been such a. Um, like, it was his vision, his, like, final say on the design, all that kind of stuff. So, it's, like, I feel like without him, it would be very interesting to see how it would change. And lest we forget that Tesla has actually been around for a long time. It failed before. Oh, yeah. Tesla's been around for, what, t- 10 years? Yeah, I'm not... I'm just going to Google it. Uh... I just want, like, the wiki. Founded in 20... 2003. 20, 20, oh, 2003. Wow. 20, I was going to say 2003. Idiot. So fifteen years, yeah. Um, but what was their first? I forget what they tra- history. They first did like a roadster. Yes, yes, they that's a what it was, and it failed. No one bought it. Yeah, Tesla signed a roadster production contract July eleventh, two thousand five, with Lotus. Yeah, to produce gliders, complete cars without powertrain. The roadster used an AC motor. Blah blah blah. It was the first production automobile to use a lithium ion battery. And first production uh, electric vehicle with a range greater than 320 kilometers per charge. Between 2008 and March 2012, Tesla sold more than 2,200... I can't talk numbers today. 2,250 roadsters in 31 countries. Uh, Tesla stopped taking orders for the roadster in the U.S. market in August 2011. Yeah. So they didn't... That's not that many cars. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's crazy crazy Crazy. it's crazy but so good for elon though for just like reeling back his ego and just like picking a settlement because that was clearly the right thing to do because honestly everyone needs a tesla i agree everyone does they are actually like a great car like i'm in the market for a new car but i'm not gonna buy a tesla i know i think it's hard to have your like everyday car as an electric car i think it would be it's so, for example, like, my dad, where he works, he put an electric charging station, yeah. and then... But, like, I don't... There's not one in this building. And no. I don't know if I... I could probably get one put in. I'm sure people have them. I haven't seen them. Yeah. But, my building rejected it, but now yeah. it's illegal for them to reject it. Um, so, I'm not really sure how they're going to do that with, like, paying. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, there are actually a lot of places to plug it in, but it is more, like, it is more ideal if you have it at your home. Yeah. And because then you don't have to, like, take it to a charging station. Yeah. And then I think it'd just be harder to do, like, trips. Yeah. You definitely just have, really have to plan ahead. Yeah. And then, like, when you stop to get gas, um, obviously it's, like, a five-minute stop. Well, yeah. in, like, if it's on a supercharger, like, a supercharging station can charge it in half an hour, but yeah. that's still half an hour. Yeah. And you have to wait. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's just a little bit much. It'll be interesting. But yeah, good job, Elon. You're coming back. Okay, the next 
We are shook to the core. We are shook to the core. So you haven't really been following this. No, but now now I have. Like, I read up on it yesterday. You did, yeah. So it's so interesting. So we're talking about the Kavanaugh trial. I, like, heard heard about it while I was away, but obviously I was traveling and I was wasted and I just, like, didn't have time to read the news. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday, while I was sitting and training, um, and Friday was when the hearing was going on in the Senate, and so I was just following all the live updates and reading everything going on. And it is better than a reality show. For sure. So if you have not heard about this, I'm going to try my best to summarize this. I'm not reading anything. I have a different article up that's like a more recent news. So Brett Kavanaugh, uh, he's a judge. He has been nominated by Trump to be put into the Supreme Court. Yes. And if you get um, confirmed into the Supreme Court, you are there for the lifetime. Like literally until you die, you sit in the Supreme Court. But so he got nominated like... I guess it almost be like two weeks ago now. A woman came forward, uh, Christine Blase Ford. Uh, she's a psychology professor. She came forward and said that 36 years ago at a party in high school, um, Kavanaugh came up to her, was grinding on her, covered her mouth, and t- like tried to take her bathing suit top off. Mm-hmm. And so she came forward because he's being put in a position of like high moral integrity and. The people voting for him need to know that he's credible and can do his oh, job 100%. and be able to make uh, decisions. On like moral decisions. moral decisions. And I understand that this was a long time ago, but like clearly, I just think that if you're going to do that when you're 18, like something morally is wrong with you. Yeah. And then so three other people have come forward from his, I think, I know one of them, I forget what her first name is, her last name's Ramirez, she's from Yale, and mm-hmm. she was claiming that he exposed himself to her. Which is, so, I don't get that, it's Which so is bizarre. Extra weird. And then two other people have come forward. So on Friday, they had their testimonies, and uh, Blase Ford was like clearly shaken, crying, trying to control her emotions, um, like describe the incident, everything, and he, in his testimony, he was just so... His demeanor was so angry, and he his first, like, three paragraphs were, like, criticizing the Democrats, saying it's a smear campaign, like, people calling him evil, just, like, throwing so much shade on the Democrats, which is, like, okay, whatever. And then he went on to say in his testimony, like, oh, the drinking age in Maryland is 18, which it's not. And then he no. said, and then he said, he's like, I've never blacked out, but I've fallen asleep drunk before. So, on Friday was the vote to put his nomination to the floor. Mm-hmm. So, all of the senators, it's mainly Republican, but there's three Republicans that are like kind of like a swing vote. And so, they ended up voting 11 to 10 to put his nomination to the floor. But Jeff Flake, who was one of the swing votes, he like left the room, went into an elevator, and he was kind of accosted by these two women who were sexual assault survivors and were crying, kind of saying to him, like, how could you, like, put this person in the Supreme Court for the next 50 years who, like, did something to a young girl? Like, I have two young girls. Like, you have kids. Like, what what are you telling them? Like, the, what kind of world they grow up in? And he was, like, he, like, was very quiet the entire time and clearly affected by us. So he came back and said, okay, yes, we'll put the vote to the floor, but only if it's delayed by a week and there's an FBI investigation. investigation. Which was huge. huge. I feel like you can find so much information in a week. And yeah. stuff like this never happens. No. And so Kavanaugh Revolt has already been investigated by the FBI six times just to kind of vet him for this nomination. Yeah. But obviously they've never looked at the sexual assault side of things because there was no allegations at that time. So they're going to focus on 
the Ford allegation and the Ramirez allegation, and they've already started talking to some of his Yale colleagues, and they're saying, like, oh, yeah, like, I've definitely partied with him. Like, I've never seen him be, like, sexually aggressive towards anyone, but, like, he, like, was such a sloppy drunk and, like, definitely, like, did stuff to impress all the guys. So, like, I never saw anything, but, like, I could see. And so now it's kind of becoming not a case of, like, are these allegations true it's more like what else is he lying about because he's not he wasn't truthful in his testimony about like being a big partier so if you're not being truthful about being a big you're partier, obviously trying to hide something then you're trying you're like you could be like yeah i party really hard i like obviously say it in a more eloquent way yeah but you could have said like yeah i like had my fun in college in college but like i never did anything of this sort and so it's like i just don't understand why people lie and like even the whole drinking age in Maryland is 18. It's not. Like, but why now, would you lie about something? People are going to rip him apart. He's also claiming that his dad used to keep a detailed calendar of his life, like, since he was a teenager. So he's like, I kept a detailed calendar, too. So I'm looking at that summer, and I'm assuming this house party was on a weekend. And if it was in August when she says it was, like, I was away almost every weekend except this one. How, how can you really remember? But, like... I feel like I, we were talking about this. Like, you try to, like, write down things, like, every day, but, like, that doesn't last very long. Or, like, you no. would, like, or maybe you, like, forget about it for a week and, like, try to, like, recap what you did. Yeah. So, it's, like, how credible is that calendar? Well, Are there any other parties on that calendar is what I would also like to see? Yeah. No, 100%. I just feel like if these people are coming forward, a lot of the time... It's, like, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, like, people were... I read a CBC article, um, and the writer had been, um, raped when she was in her, like, early 20s, and she's like, I still, like, keep tabs on the guy. It's kind of like in Big Little Lies. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's like, I still kind of Google him every now and then just to, like, see what he's doing, and the guy that raped her is a lawyer, and she was like, when he was doing his bar exam, she's like, I thought about going to the bar association and telling them this, but, like, obviously I don't have any proof or anything, Mm -hmm. just because it's such a moral job. Yeah. So, and people were saying, like, Christine Blase Ford, they're like, she, like, literally no one knew who she was. Like, it would have just been easier for her to sit on the couch and, like, like, cry to herself. Like, look at what she's putting herself through yeah. like and the lengths that she's going through to accuse him of this like yeah well, exactly where there's smoke there's fire and the fact that other people are coming forward like I just think that if he gets through it's so ridiculous well and the thing is if he gets the Supreme Court is going to become a joke if he gets elected to it because it's going to be complete Republican and it's supposed to be a separate branch of yeah. the White House and totally independent of it, obviously, to make decisions, but it will but not be not. if he's in there. No, I agree. And Trump is also saying, like, I know Kavanaugh if he's a good guy, but then he's only known him for a year. I know. So, like, it, this is I, I just crime. feel like the government is actually so corrupt, and they're supposed to be... Uh, I'm trying to think the word. Like, they're supposed... I hope you lost that. Uh. They're supposed to be basically like the difference between like what's right and what's what's wrong like, yeah they're supposed to be like a non-biased bipartisan yeah and they're not no so. they're actually not like it's oh. it's so frustrating and weird it's gonna be like if he gets elected it's gonna be insane but i'm really hoping that they come um out with something in this fbi investigation i was also thinking i was like whoever's working on this case in the fbi is like 
grinding oh, right now. Like, like, you are on this team and you are not sleeping for a week. If you have vacation, week. you're not right going on vacation. But, like, I feel like also if you're on the FBI yeah, and you were a part of this, you're like, I'm going to find shit. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. No, for sure. So if I was on this team, I would not sleep. We will keep you posted. Yeah, so, but people are saying that the, so CNN reported an hour ago, the FBI investigation into allegations against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh is narrowly focused, top officials said in interviews on Sunday, with sources telling CNN that the White House is controlling the scope of the probe. The investigation is a result of a dramatic day in Washington on Friday that, by all appearances, began with quick movements towards Kavanaugh's confirmation and ended with a pause in the process while the FBI steps in. Following the agreement for the FBI to investigate Kavanaugh, the focus has moved to how the probe will be handled, its ultimate findings, and whether it will put to rest fears about a lack of due diligence over the nominee for the nation's highest court. Also, any of the FBI's findings will not be public. Yeah. It's only be for the Senate. Uh, a source with knowledge of the investigation told CNN that the FBI would take its direction from the White House, not the Senate, and that the agency would interview a handful of people. Kavanaugh's drinking history, the source says, which had come up in the allegations, is not part of the probe, which was managed by the FBI Security Division at the agency's headquarters in Washington. Uh, while President Donald Trump declared Saturday that the FBI would have free reign in its investigation, people close to the matter said the scope is far more limited. White House counsel Dan McGahn, who is the administration's leading advocate for Kavanaugh's confirmation, is overseeing the probe for the president is working closely with the Senate Republican leaders. The source reiterates that the agents would make no conclusions about what witnesses tell them and would hand the results over to the White House, which is standard protocol in similar background investigations. The source would not say if the direction the FBI received listed specific people or if it was to investigate specific allegations. Kavanaugh has denied all allegations. Well, obviously he's going to deny it, but like, well, I hope he brought in hell. I actually hope we brought in hell. And Trump tweeted, Wow, just starting to hear the Democrats, who are only thinking obstruct and delay, are starting to put out the word that the time and scope of FBI looking into Judge Kavanaugh and witnesses is not enough. Hello! For them, it will never be enough. Stay tuned and watch. You're fucked. It's crazy because, like, Trump, yes, he's a Republican, but he's, like, or he ran as a Republican, but he's also, for years, he was a Democrat. Yeah. Also, on Saturday, while all of this is going on, I would like to point out that Trump was at his golf course in West Virginia. Yes. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you joking? Ugh. It's so corrupt. Uh, so, as you can see, I was deep into the news yeah. this weekend. No, and so, I hope everyone's following it, because I feel like this is something that I just think it's just is like, really important. With important. all the Me Too stuff that happened, I guess, earlier this year, like yeah. Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby's in charge... It's, like, the fact that it's now in the government and, like, in the Supreme Court and in the White House is insane. Yeah, no, for sure. It is actually insane. Oh, and also, Lori said that Kavanaugh, back in the day, he was the one who made a phone call yes. about Monica Lewinsky. Yes. So, like, he's, like, was shaming the Democrats back in the day, and now yeah. they can't do the same thing to him. No. 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 It's Honestly, I hope there's a Netflix documentary about oh, it. Oh, I hope there is too. I think Maybe the Obamas will produce it. Perfect. Wow. Perfect. Oh. Full circle. Full circle. But yeah, we will keep you posted. Yeah. Meanwhile, our Prime Minister is just looking hot as hell. Yeah, but he sucks. <laughs> I know. I, I don't like to get too political on the pod, but like... That, no. No. But I would just like to He's point out that none of this stuff is going on in Canada. No. None of this trash. We're just there are elections coming up in... For municipal. For municipal, so we are So gonna, everyone, get out and vote. We're going to have a recap. We're going to have a recap and just do, like, a quick, like, cliff note. Yeah, for all of our... For all of the... band listeners. Because it's really important We can just do, like, part... We'll just do, like, the parties. Yeah. And just, like, what they stand for. Yeah. But it's really we, important... We'll highlight the ones that stand for ride-sharing, aka For Uber. sure. But, 
But I feel like it's really important for everyone to get out and vote, so. Get out and vote. 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 Should we make a, like, a song? We, we could literally make a jingle. I think, I think that would be great. I think, okay. Should we move on to the next story? Yeah, next up. Um, so this is like a super credible, <laughs> I don't know, I googled this. Um, this is from D-Zine. Oh, Perfect. Uh, Michael Kors buys Versace in bid to rival the big European luxury conglomerates. American fashion brand Michael Kors Holdings has acquired Versace, one of the last independent European fashion houses. The purchase of the Italian fashion label for £1.67 billion follows Michael Kors Holdings' acquisition of the shoe brand Jimmy Choo last summer. I didn't realize that he bought Jimmy Choo as well. Um, all three brands will now operate under a newly created company called Capri Holdings. This would seem to follow the model of European fashion conglomerates like Richmond, LVMH, and Keering that have consolidated many brands under one stable. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Donatella Versace has committed to an unspecified creative role at the new firm. We believe that being a part of this group is essential to Versace's long-term success. My passion has never been stronger, says Donatella. This is perfect time for our company, which puts creativity and innovation at the core of all of this. Um, so Michael Kors Holdings stated that the move will allow them to further expand the Versace brand by opening 100 new stores. It also plans to expand the men's and women's accessories and footwear from 35% of revenue up to 60%. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, that's a large jump. Um, Versace has been criticized in the Italian press for not selling to an Italian company. However, Donatella um, hit back at those claims and in an Italian daily newspaper published in Milan, where the label is based. In the last year, Versace has been approached by so by many people, French, American, but no Italians. It was not us who refused to take part in an, an Italian group. Uh, the brand was set up in, by Gianni Versace in 1978. It's crazy that they sold to Michael Kors because I feel like well, was Versace mur- is... He was only murdered 21 years ago. Yeah. I still haven't watched that like American crime No, story. I need to watch that, yeah. Chanel remains the only majority privately owned large European fashion house owned by the grandsons of Pierre Wertheimer, an early business partner of the house's founder, Coco Chanel. Pierre Wertheimer. How old are your grandsons? How old are they? Are they single? Are they single? Maybe we can have them on the pod and then just like charm them. Honestly, that's a great... We can interview them about their feelings about this. For sure. I feel like Versace, like... I feel like it's a very European thing. Like, I don't know anyone here that wears Versace, really. No, not really. I feel like they're just not current and like not that I necessarily keep up with that. You know who likes it? Kanye. Oh, yeah, I know. He loves Versace, but... Versace, Versace. I feel like it's just not... um, Yeah, it's just, like, not wearable. Well, we do have a Versace home store in Gastown, which... Obviously, I've, I've never, never been. been I don't know anyone who has ever been there who owns no. anything from there. Mind you, it's a little out of my price range. So it's it's like fifteen hundred dollars a plate. I'm pretty sure. I know it's crazy, but Michael Kors, I feel like used to be like the hot brand. I feel and like back when we were in like has it. I think back when we were in high school, like everyone had the Michael Kors watches. It's too affordable. Like like everyone has it. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's too affordable. Yeah. I still like theirs. Well, I was just wearing my rain boots today. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. like their boots. I like their shoes. Yeah, their, their shoes, shoes are really good. comfortable. Yeah. All of my, like, boot, my like leather boots have been Michael Kors. Yeah, but good for Donatella. I'm just interested to see what happens just because I feel like, yeah, Michael Kors is, like, it's just too, yeah, it's too accessible and, like, yeah. everyone has it. So, like, I'm wondering if, like, that's going to, like, Versace's kind of going to get the same thing. Like, Versace's going to become more accessible and... Like devalue itself yeah, as like exactly. a status piece. Yeah, whatever. 
Are you ready to move on to your favorite story? I'm ready to move on. <laughs> I'm going to try to stay as quiet as I can because I find this freaking hilarious. Okay, so we all know it's cut. Well, it's like... It's it's not it's a little it, mean. It's not funny. It's but it's funny. Just... So this is some local BC news from <laughs> Global News. Uh, 135 kids stung by wasp during Terry Fox run in Kamloops. <laughs> Paramedics, firefighters, and a search and rescue team were called to the Kamloops Elementary School on Thursday, where dozens of children were stung by wasp. Happened while all 215 children enrolled at Dufferin Elementary, participating in the Terry Fox run, and left 135 of them suffering from stings. School principal Colleen Topolva. Tulpavec said it appears that one of the children at the front of the group stepped on a nest in the ground during the run, aggravating the wasp. As more children ran over the nest, the wasp became further <laughs> agitated, she says. The concern is always allergies and, and when we treat children who have been stung by wasp or bees. Um, she said the staff with the school watch closely to monitor possible reactions from the kids. None of the ch- children that were known to be anaphylactic to the school had a reaction, but all the children were in the gym being observed after the incident and while they were being observed some of the children had reactions and they were taken to the hospital classes were not cancelled however the school was by the parents many of whom collected their children and took them home early and an investigation into the incident is ongoing also who was the little brat that fucking sat <laughs> on the desk and then just kept running first of all well he probably got stung too First That's of all, natural selection. Is that natural selection? Well, the natural selection is more like when people die of natural causes. But it's like only the strong prevail. Like, yeah, only the strong prevail. I feel like I would have been like one of the strong ones. You were probably would have been like one of the weaker ones. I'm not that fast. Strong. Like in school, I was not at the front of the pack during running. I just still hate it. Yeah, them. but your legs are short. That's why. Like for every one step I take, you literally take one and a half steps. Yeah. Honestly, so. it's a hard life being five one. There's a whole world up there. I don't, I don't know. know about. But yeah, I mean, our thoughts go out <laughs> to the children at Dufferin Elementary. Just so funny. Okay, like, like, it was about a slow news day. Paramedics, firefighters, and the <laughs> Oh, they probably have first aid. They probably just couldn't. Like, 135 people, if you're trying to, like, treat them and they're all crying and they're in, like, elementary school, so they don't know. They got stung. My dad got stung like seven times when we brought the bees into the farm. He's fine. No one was called. My dad got stung a few times um, when he. And your dad probably just like crushed a Budweiser into his head. And no, was actually, we think he might be um, allergic. So he got stung like a bunch of times on his like upper chest, arms, yeah. and face. Um, his whole bottom of his face was swollen and his lips were like, have you seen the Keeping Up with the Kardashians episode when they're in like Bora Bora or something? And oh, Chris. Him, or Chris. Yeah. His lips look like that. So now he's like actually terrified of getting stung by a bee and he just, t- like he got stung like a year later mm. and he just took, um, like Benadryl. Benadryl because, so he got stung at the mill and then drove up to Caltus, which is like an hour drive from work. Yeah. And he had to pull over on the side of the freeway and lie down because he was in cold sweats. Wow. And I'm like, my he's dad. He's not like, indestructible. Yeah. No. Wow. So yeah, bees are, bees are dangerous. Bees are scary. Um, so those are our news stories for today. We have some uh, updates of our death pool and our daddy list. We've made some. Honestly, people need to stop something that I don't continue to talk to. No. Honestly, you give people an inch and they take a mile. And they really take a mile. What if I'm just trying to be nice? And also, if I'm like just talking to you regularly, I'm not like, oh my God, hi. I'm not mad at you. No. Also, like if I'm just talking to you and responding to your questions, it doesn't mean that I want to date you. For sure. Like... 100%. 
people just really like us. People flock to us. They do. <laughs> they really do. Okay, so we do have some updates to our death pool and daddy list. Okay, do you want to do death pool? I'll do daddy. Yeah, so death pool, we, didn't we take some off? I took off Lindsay Lohan because I feel like she's like thriving and surviving. <laughs> No, Maybe she's still on, she's still on. There. Oh, you left her on there. Yeah, and then I also added Elon Musk. I feel like Elon Musk is at a high risk. I think he's a high risk. Lindsay Lohan though is definitely should be left on there. Did that live video? She live streamed in video on Instagram. She was in Paris and she she like made her car pull over and there was this like refugee family on the side and she would could, like accuse them of child trafficking. She was trying to get the kids to come back to her hotel and have like a slumber party and watch a movie. And then like I think the dad like ended up pushing her to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you would film a live video like, like live streaming she she's literally lost her marbles she's lost her marbles i know i tried to watch all of it what was happening oh okay oh weird weird well okay. uh i don't know I don't know where that left off. That'll be actually very interesting. Yeah, we'll just move that. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Okay, um, well, um, Lindsay Lohan, still in our death pool. People. Still in our death pool, along with Elon Musk. you want to do the daddy list? Okay, yeah, we've made some additions to the daddy list. Okay, I, I'm just going to go through the whole list the again. Whole list. People have already heard this, but, like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to leave out a couple for privacy reasons. <laughs> okay, people we would call daddy by Marie D. and MC. Okay. The Seahawks coach... Pete Carroll. Yeah, because he's no longer a Seahawks coach, so I needed to add that in. Yeah. Um, James Marsden. Those baby blues. Baby blues. Miles Teller. Ugh. Daddy. Like, daddy. Just daddy. Hugh Jackman. In, like, in The Greatest Showman, Wolverine. He can sing, he can dance, he can be furry. What can he do? <laughs> what can he do? Alex Trebek. He's smart. Actually, okay, I wonder, like... It, like, I, I don't think he knows any of the answers to these. No, but I think he's done it for so long. But, but like, obviously, knows. he probably is, like, like Trivial Pursuit. He's probably, like, he's wild smart. at that. Oh, probably great at Trivial, trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit is, like, luck. Yeah. I, was that on a podcast? That was on yeah. the toast. Okay, okay, yeah, because yeah. they were talking about that. Johnny Bananas. If you do not watch the challenge, Johnny Bananas is, like, <sighs> so... I think it's because he's, like, kind of cocky and he just, like, gives off... He has big dick energy, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, the White Cats head coach, who actually just got fired. Sad. Sad. John Mayer. Peter Krause. I know you don't like him. I don't get I also just didn't watch the season that he was on. I didn't really watch it either, but the episodes that I did watch, I was like, wow. I, like, like watched none of them. I was impressed. Um, Jonathan Daniels, who's a promoter in Vegas. Um, Dylan Efron, who's Zach Efron's brother. Kit Moore. His arms. I can't. <laughs> LeBron James. Ice Cube Jr., so that's Ice Cube's son. O'Shea Jackson. Um... I added to the list. I don't know. I I don't remember adding that. I, I think thought, it, I, I think it was definitely it. definitely you. I was totally wasted. Um, I put the guy from that Netflix movie, aka Leo West. So we Ibiza. figured that out at brunch today. I added Leo West, Abiza. So Leo West also played Rob Stark on Game of Thrones. If anyone's watching, yes. and like R.I.P. to Rob Stark. Damien from Coach Carter, hottie, hottie, and Miles Leonard, number eleven on the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, honestly, I'm gonna Google Miles Leonard because like he married. Wow, his salary is $9 million. Really? Miles Patrick Leonard is an American professional basketball player for the Portland Trailblazers. He played college basketball at the University of Illinois before being selected by the Trailblazers, blah, blah, blah. He is... Oh, he's 92. Holy shit, guess yeah. how tall he is. 6'11". 7'1". 
He's seven he's one. two feet taller than me. Climb that like a tree. Climb that like a tree. Honestly, like, I feel like they don't look that tall when you're at the game. He's 255 pounds. He's Good. actually quite lean. But it's because he's seven one. No, I know, but, like, so everything, but everything past five feet, you're supposed to add five pounds? I think you just made that up. No, 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 I didn't. I can't want, like, a better photo. P7-1? That's insane. Jeez. Yeah, he's Can I see him? He's fucking married. Okay, well, that's minor. (laughs) But I feel like all these pro athletes, like, marry their college girlfriends because they like wow he definitely looks better now 2014 he looked like a baby well he's also 26 yeah so he was a baby wow yeah he's i want to google who number 10 was too yeah number 10 was also a hottie we were like looking at the numbers because we just wanted to like look them up later and sweet baby afrini (laughs) afrini sirens so cute jake layman like in layman's terms He's only, oh, guess what, guess what his height is? Six nine. <laughs> nice. Nice. He's 24. Why are these? Wait, two? can I see him? Uh, now I know his name. I just, Jake Layman. Is it L-A-M? He, mm, no. no. I take that back. Okay. His salary is also only 600,000 USD as, a, as opposed to. Nine million? Under miles is nine mil. Wow. He, well, I guess he, he probably, like, just... Yeah, just signed with them. Yeah. He's a, a degree in American... He's a 94. He's 69. That's ah. nice. <laughs> he started playing in 2016. Okay, whatever. Love no, I'm, I don't like... I Only number 11. Okay, only number 11. 11. And, and number one in my heart. Perfect. Um, we have some pop culture <laughs> updates for you. Okay, I don't know if any of you were on... Like, I've been watching MTV, but there was this new show called Little Mamas, and it was kind of, like, almost, like, Laguna Beach, the hills-ish, but all these girls had babies. Is that from right now? No, 23 hours ago. Oh. Um, and all these girls had babies. Um, it's mysteriously been canceled. It's no longer... I'm actually going to look up MTV.ca right now. Yeah, so I watched the first episode, and it's, like, definitely, like, trash TV, but it's, like, literally Laguna Beach if they all had kids. Yeah. Because, like, their families are still, like, wealthy. Like, they're not... It's not, like, 16 and pregnant or teen mom where they're, like, struggling. Like, they're living, like, good Yeah, kids cannot be found. Like, they they took down everything to do So I'm wondering if something happened. Like, the people on there were trash, and, like... Are you... Like, it, it's actually not on there. Little Mamas. Canceled. There's a Reddit. Pure people. Pretty Little Mamas fans left confused after MTV stops airing show after two episodes. <clears throat> oh, never mind. Okay, I, I did find the full episodes on MTV.ca. Okay, so it's still there. Um, aside from the reality show, which made it in their debut on August 30th, being noticeably absent from its scheduled Thursday night slot, the Pretty Little Mamas page on MTV's website, including all episodes and video clips, was temporarily deleted. The page has since been restored with the first two episodes. Great, I need to watch that second episode. In addition to their website, the show's social media accounts also went silent after Thursday's sudden disappearance with their last Instagram and Twitter posts 
posted on September 6th. Each of the show's cast members, however, continued their social media use with the mention of the show and all their bios. MTV did not comment wrote. That's so weird. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's pretty bizarre. <laughs> Fans took to social media accusing MTV of ghosting them. <laughs> yes. It's so funny, though, because I feel like, like, they advertised it for quite a bit. Like, I saw it everywhere. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, that kind of trash TV, though, that was, like, such a train wreck that, like, I, that's what I want to watch. Oh, yeah, no. That's that's what I want to spend my time So, if anyone knows, can you please tweet us at Emily's Cathro at Marie Elizabeth 2Hs if you know why. Yeah. I'm sure one of the, the cast members listens to this. Uh, for sure. I'm assuming, though, that obviously, like, they just so did, it, didn't get enough viewers. But I feel like they also, like, they were premiering it right around Labor Day. I feel like that's not a good time to premiere a show. No. Or maybe, like, something happened. Like, you know how, like, Farah Abraham, like... Yeah, that shit like, was, like, a scandal. Like, but, like, no one cares enough to report about it. Yeah. So, maybe True. something happened. Um, okay, next up. We were just thinking... Why does no one talk about Kate Hudson and her numerous baby daddies? She's on her third child, third baby dad. Literally no one talks about it. No one talks about it. And, like, everyone, I feel like, is just, like, in awe of Kate Upton. And I feel like... Or Kate Hudson, sorry. Yeah. And I feel like we just need to start questioning these things. 39. Parents, children, too. So, personal life. Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. So she has um, Ryder, her oldest son, in 2004 with Chris Robinson, her husband. Um, blah, 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 blah. Um, in early 2010, Hudson began dating Muse frontman Matt Bellamy. They became engaged and they had a son, Bingham. 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 And then on April 6th, Hudson, 2018, Hudson announced she and her boyfriend, Danny. Fujikawa are expecting their first child together, a girl. Literally no one talks about this. No, no one talks about it. And I feel like more people should. Like, I'm not saying that it's bad to have three different baby daddies, but I just think that, like, the fact that no one has an opinion about it is weird. Yeah, and then, like, people are, like, shaming Eddie Murphy for, like, having his 10th kid. I mean, Yeah, it's like, let him live. They are also engaged now. I saw that, yeah. Congrats, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, honestly... I'm happy for Kate Hudson that she's having a girl because I know she really wanted a girl since she had two boys. But, like, also, is that good for your kids? Like, they're so spread out. You can't really plan your, like... Well, and then, like, I feel like they're not going to be, like, feel connected because they're all half-siblings. For sure. And they're all, like, there's huge age gaps. Well, and then, like, like they're never going to be alive at Christmas when they're all together. That's too many moving parts. Yeah. So weird. Bizarre. Okay. So we just wanted to bring that up, bring that to everyone's attention. Yeah. Um, the next thing, I'm sure people have seen... Uh, circulating social media is Tom Hanks dresses Mr. Rogers um, and it's was posted on CNN and it was like the first picture of Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers is what you needed today among all the Kavanaugh stuff like that's so what I need to see so Sony Pictures has released the first photo of actor of the actors Fred Rogers from the upcoming and as yet untitled film about the iconic children's show host um, it's slated to release, be released October 19 2019 Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood aired for, aired for 31 seasons over multiple decades until coming to an end in 2001. Rogers died in 2003. It's sad. How old was he when he died? Probably like a million. I'm going to guess he was 92. Okay. What do you want if you're right? More jelly beans? Yeah. I've really been into jelly beans today. I like, I like today. So I have this like, kind of like a candy stash, but I like literally don't touch it because it's all the candy that I don't eat. He... Wow, he had stomach cancer. Oh. Um, 
So Marie just decided today that I'm gonna eat. She's just gonna eat them. How old were you when you died? Wow, you're way off. Seventy four. What? Yeah. I feel like. Well, the like, photo of him is Rogers in May 1969. 69. <laughs> At the basketball game last night, neither team hit 69. I feel like I could add him to the daddy list. He's dead though, so. Oh, his name was Fred McFeely Rogers, Mr. Rogers. I feel like dying at age 74 is like early. I, I guess like he had stomach young. cancer. Yeah. He only had one spouse. Oh, that's nice. I feel like though, like everyone thinks that Mr. Rogers was like just a wholesome person, but like I'm yeah. sure he was out there slaying whores like the rest. The rest slaying whores. Honestly, I don't. I don't think. For sure. I feel like people just like would like. He was a minister. Wow, that's so nice. That's nice. That's so nice. No, I don't want to taint his legacy with no. those sort of allegations. Okay, well. I'm I'm suspicious and I will get to the bottom. bottom. <laughs> okay, so you and the FBI can just start we'll launching a probe into Kavanov and Fred Rogers. Perfect. Right. Okay, I think we're gonna leave it here for today. Don't you want to do your red flag deal breaker? Well, an hour and I well just a quick one. I okay. like the one that you said yesterday. Oh, okay. I have a red flag or deal breaker. What if you are walking up to meet a blind date. A blind date. And, like, you've already creeped them, so you know what they look like, but they don't know what you look like because, yeah. like, guys are a little bit slow. Yeah. And so you see him coming, and he rides up on a skateboard. For me, that's a deal breaker. 100%. Like, I hate skateboards. I hate the sound of I would not go. I would for sure not go. So, like, I, my response is, like, I would just keep walking and, like, stand them up. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Let us know. Let yeah. us know what you do. At Elizabeth two H's at Emma's Cafe. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends. It is on the iTunes podcast app on SoundCloud, coming to Spotify soon. soon. Anyways, everyone have a great day. Love, Love you, miss you, bye. bye.